Amen. God is good to us. Amen. God loves us. And he wants to lead us into his goodness and his mercy. Amen. Amen. I hope you realize this morning that there are those that sitting around you, and I will say most of the people sitting around you have come out of some type of bondage. And one thing they all have in common, they broke free from that bondage because of Jesus Christ. You know, and it's not just this church. And it's just not United States, but all around the world. People are set free. They break free because of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn to Acts 16. We're going to be there just for a moment. And as I read this, Derek Mays, he's going to come and help me here just for a moment. And it said the Roman officers tore their clothes of Paul and Silas and had them beaten with rods. And I'm not going to rip Derry's clothes off of him. And I'm not going to beat him with a rod, but I am going to throw him in here. Get in there. Man, I'm glad he was willing to go in there because I don't think I could have got him in there if not. (laughs) But I want you to notice this. It says that the Roman soldiers tore Paul and Silas' clothes and beat them with a rod and then they were thrown in the jail, and, the, and the, uh, the jailer ordered them to be guarded carefully. And when he had heard this, he put them far inside the jail. Get on back in there. <laughs> far inside the jail, way back, way back in there. And it goes on to say, and they... They pinned their feet down between wooden blocks. And if we study this a little bit more, you'll, you'll see that there were soldiers standing all, all around them, guarding, guarding them. And they was way back, way back in the jail. They was, they was way back in there, like some of us. When we have been in bondage, not just one chain or not just one addiction or not just one sin, but multitudes of sins. They couldn't go anywhere. And then it goes on to say at midnight, also representing a very, a very dark time in Paul and Silas's life. I mean, here they was, you know, they had been serving the Lord and they, they was, thought they were doing everything right. But their enemy had them in a place where, where they couldn't move. They couldn't get out. They, they couldn't walk. They couldn't talk, talk to people. They couldn't do anything. They was in bondage like many of us. But if you keep reading, it says about midnight at their lowest time, they started praying and singing songs to God. And you know what happened after that. After they, they sung praises and started calling out to God, God opened the door of that jail cell. Go ahead and have a seat. Hey! God opened the doors of that jail cell and they walked out free. Can anybody relate to that this morning? Amen. 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 
Amen. Now, you might be wondering, I've never met Paul and Silas, and you might be wondering how that applies to you today. Well, let me tell you, Paul and Silas, they was in bondage. Like I said earlier, they couldn't get out. They couldn't move. They couldn't move around. So, so let me show you. Let me give you an idea of how this does relate to us today. You know, in this world, we all come into this world the same way. We come into a fallen world. That's what just Bible 101. We come into a, a fallen world. And we read earlier that, that Satan is the God of this world. So basically, it's easy to see, and if you study more, it just confirms that we're in a fallen state when we come into this world. We are born into sin. We come into a sinful world. And then here comes the devil with, with his temptations, and he disguises them to look so good. To look so fun. All your friends are doing it. Everybody around you is doing it. Maybe even your mom and dad did it. And nobody ever taught us or told us, you know, not to, not to do certain things. Many people don't grow up with parents that teach them what's right and, and what's wrong. And even if they did, you know, that that's, that's not, does not mean that we're always going to follow what they tell us to do, does any? Can anybody, parents, say amen to that? Amen. So the devil comes at us with these, with these ideas, these, these ideas that are disguised and they look good. And Derek, if you'll come back up here just for a moment. And the devil might say, hey, Derek. You ever smoke a cigarette? All your friends are doing it. Have you not seen all them TV commercials where them strong men and the pretty girls? And, and wouldn't it look really cool to suck it in and see the smoke come out of your nose? <laughs> wouldn't that look cool? Yeah, wouldn't that look awesome? And you would look so good, you know, with it hanging out your mouth, you know. Man, I mean, you would, you'd look, you would be... You'd be so cool, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, we accept that. And it's no big deal. It seems so innocent. Our mom and dads might have smoked. Uncle Joe, he smoked and he lived to be 90. And it sounds so good and it sounds so easy. And then the devil comes back. He says, hey, Derek, you ever smoke a joint? He says, hey, Derek, you know, there's states that are legalizing marijuana. He says, hey, Derek, you smoked them cigarettes and they didn't hurt you, did they? Okay, yeah, they made you, they made you sick the first few times you smoked. <laughs> if anybody ever smoked, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> But you got over it after you smoked for a week or so. You got over it and you didn't get sick anymore. So would you like to try a joint? Everybody's doing it. It's legal in some states. You, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's legal, I mean, how, 
how bad can it be if it's, you know, if, if it's legal? I mean, the government, they want the best for us, right? Huh? I can trust the government. Yeah. Hey, Derek, how about a beer? You ever drink a beer? Now, notice how, notice how, uh, <laughs> I should have told him earlier, you don't have to answer all these questions. <laughs> but you shouldn't lie in church either, or out of church. So no comment might be fair in this. Hey, Derek, you ever drink, a, you, you want to drink a beer? You know, all the, uh, all the sporting events, baseball, football, they all promote it. How bad can it be for you? And it is legal. And look how nice and clean it looks. It won't hurt you. You see them all on TV and the pretty girls running, <laughs> running around, running around. <laughs> Hey, if you, have you guys ever seen my wife's face red? <laughs> if you look real quick, you'll see. <clears throat> so come on, how about, how about Derek? You want to, all right, yeah. All right. But you know, those, the, those sins there, those temptations there, they won't necessarily send you to hell. Of course, you all know if when we smoke, we smell like we've been to hell and come back. <laughs> and, we, and we all know what alcohol makes you act like. But you know, there's some sins that, are, that aren't so clean and pretty and not advertised at major sporting events. And, and all your friends might not do them. But there's other sins, man, that are a lot heavier. Man. There's other sins that will weigh you down and mess you up. Hey, Derek, you liked that joint, didn't you? What about the beer? <laughs> Are your kids in here today? No. Okay. Well, you drank that beer, and this is, they used to call it crank, now they call it meth. And man, if you do meth, you can drink beer all night long. And man, you can get a lot of work done around the house. You can go to work, you can, man, you can work on your car, you can get a lot done, and you know, you can quit anytime you want to. You want to try it? It'll help you at work. You'll probably get a raise. Huh? Okay. You'll get used to that after a while. It's okay. You'll get used to it. Derek, your wife just don't act like she loves you very much.
We're just playing up here, okay? We're just... <laughs> she don't act like she loves you very much. And you know, there is a lot of pretty women out there. Would you, have you ever think about, you know, having an affair or something? <laughs> that was a no, Stacy. That was a no. Come on, Derek. One, just one time. Nobody will ever know about it. Yeah, it's okay. You'll get, you'll get used to it. Your muscles will get built up. You can, you'll learn to lie your way out of it, and you'll learn to hide things, and you, you'll, be, you'll be okay. You'll be all right, Derek. I'm going to watch out for you. But you know, Derek, I mean, you had an affair, and you're doing meth, and you know, you drink a little on the side. And if you can't find anything else, well, you smoke a joint. Have you ever considered looking at the boys out there? <laughs> Have you ever considered looking at the boys out there instead of the girls? <clears throat> I'm not sure if I thought this through very well or not. <clears throat> Well, Derek, let me tell you something. You know how hard them women are to get along with. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, a guy, he might understand you better. You know, he might be able to relate to, you know, to how you think. And you wouldn't have to argue with them all the time. And they wouldn't care if you drank beer and watched football. And they wouldn't care if you done meth. They might even help you make meth if, you know, if you, if you found the right guy. I'm not even going to put that one up there. I'm not gonna... <clears throat> <sighs> Derek, your wife has been so mean to you, and I know your parents have been mean to you. And you know what? You have no reason to forgive them. They haven't done you right at all. I would just, for, don't talk to them. You know, don't ever call them. If they call, just don't even answer it. You can live life without them. You don't need them at all. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. All right. You know them honorary school teachers that you used to have? You know how mean they was to you? They're all alike. All them school teachers are alike. You know how mad you used to get at them? You know how mean your dad was to you? And your wife don't love you? And your kids don't love you? You have every right to be mad at the world. You have every right to walk in work mad as a, mad as a hornet and... You have every right to get mad and throw fits and stuff. You have every right. You, wanna, you want that anger? Will you, will you, you want to carry that? You have every right, Derek. Every right. It's okay, Derek. I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be right here for you, Derek. I don't know what this one says. <laughs> and I wrote it out a while ago. Uh, well, your wife don't love you. 
Your mom and dad don't love you. The kids, they don't act like they do until they want $20. (laughs) Hey, I know, I know, I've got a place that people will love you. They will accept you just the way you are. It's all, you have to go on the internet, but there's some adult internet sites that will love you and they'll fill that void in your life. Would you, would you want to go check them out with me? You want to go, you want to go look at them? You can look, get on almost anywhere you can get online. You all right? You're, you're all right. No, 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 you're Okay. Well, don't, don't stay with me though. Stay with me. We're going somewhere here. We're going. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. God loves you. You'll be okay. Just follow me. This one here, Derek, this is all of your own selfish ambition desires. You don't have to worry about what God wants. Who's he? I don't even know if there is a God. I don't. But this is all the things that you ever wanted to do just for you. Just you, Derek. Not your wife. Not your kids. You never do anything for yourself. You deserve this. Just go out and, you know, and, and have a beer and hang out. And you don't have to go to work if you don't want to. You don't have to do none of that. Is that okay? You want to go have some fun and hang out? All right. All right. I'm right here with you. I'm I'm here with you. Hang in there. Hang in there now. You're a strong boy. You can do it. Now, here's the thing. And I know we've got a few laughs. But it's scary to think how real this illustration is in our lives. One little thing, another little thing, another little thing. But you know, just like Paul and Silas, you know, they was in a very dark place way back in bondage and they couldn't move, couldn't get it out. And if you feel like this today, just like Paul and Silas, when they called on the name of the Lord, God heard them, and he set them free. And it's the same way with us. Derek, call on the name of the Lord. Call on the name of the Lord. Dear God. Yes. Make them free. Amen. 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 Now, I want to tell you one more thing. Now, that's not true. I'll probably tell you four or five more things, okay? (laughs) Jesus had a message for him all through those, all through those, those years of sin, those days of sin. God had a message for him. But many times he couldn't find a messenger that would brave the storm, that would brave all the things that was wrapped around him. They didn't want to have anything to do with pornography. They didn't want to have anything to do with drugs and alcohol. They sure didn't have anything they wanted to do with uh, bath salts or meth. So the whole time, God has a message for those out there. 
but he has to have somebody. Praise him if you'll come, please. He's got to have somebody that will approach him. Somebody that understands. Thanks, Derek. Somebody that will understand that we have to show them the love of God. And the only way, the only way that they will see the love of God is through us. Simple this morning. Stand up with me. Simple this morning. God will break you free. Once again, raise your hand if you've been set free. Thank you, Lord. Hold your, keep your hands up. Carlin, go right ahead whenever you're ready. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, here's the thing. Here's the danger. I've heard it. Oh, my goodness. I've heard it so many times. I'm going to rehab next week. I'm going to quit drinking next week. I've heard, you know, I'm not going to look at pornography anymore. I've heard all of these things. I'm going to go to church next Sunday. I can't go this Sunday, but I'm going to go next Sunday. I'm going to do better. I'm going to start forgiving people. I'm going to start treating my wife better. But see, here's, if your arm gets tired, you can put it down. But see, here's the thing. God never intended you to walk through this earth on your own strength and your own power. That's not the way it works. Let me just say this. You cannot do it. I'm going to give you a short version right here. 27 years old, I weighed less than 120 pounds. My blood pressure was messed up. My body temperature was messed up. I was off work for a week. Me and my wife had been separated. I was off work for a week because I was too sick to work. There wasn't one day in that week I didn't do drugs. I went to rehab, wasted the first two weeks in there. Had a good friend, Marlon Manning. He's went on to be at the Lord now. Come in, told me about the love of God, said that God loved me. I said, no, he don't. See, I didn't know. I didn't understand. I knew what I had done. Went to, went to rehab, got out of rehab, done good for a while, backslid. Done good for a while, backslid. Done good for a while, backslid. And then, God set me free. <clears throat> so me and my wife, we went, and we was trying to do right all, all through this mess. Even though I was backsliding, we was trying to do right. I was reading my Bible, we was going to church. And still, I could not get free. Me and my wife went to a Bible study. There was me and her, a young man man from seminary, and Bill and Vicki Clark. And at the end of the Bible study, they asked if anybody needed prayer. And it was like, my darling wife, that, and this young man from seminary, and then there was me. All messed up. I still loved God. I still knew the Lord. I'd gotten saved in rehab. But I wasn't free yet. So here, so here, here's here's my point. So when they prayed for me and just put a little, they didn't pray, they didn't pray for 30 seconds. And they just put a little old drop of oil representing the power of God and the power of the Holy Ghost right there on my forehead. And I don't know what God done. But when I opened my heart, he got to changing things on the inside of me and 
I know he took a lot of stuff out and he put a, some good stuff in. And let me tell you, and from that day forward, I have never thirsted for a drug or a drink since then. Amen. So, so if you want God to help you in your walk, come up here right now. Come on. Come on. Don't be messing around. Come on. Hurry up. Up here. Come on. Come on. I'm going to pray short and I'm going to move fast. If you need strength in your life, if you need help in your life, come on right here. Come on. But we're going to play one little round of this song and, and then we're going to pray. Don't miss out, guys. Don't miss out. I, I'll tell you right now, and I don't know if I've ever said this or not. The word I am giving you today is from the throne of God. I don't think I've ever said that. It's not our power. You're not coming to me. You're coming to the foot of the cross where the blood was shed, where the price was paid for you so that you could be free. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Okay, now here's what you have to do. You just if open your heart and say, thank you, Lord. You don't pray with me. You just receive what God has for you. You open your heart. You say, thank you, Lord. I receive all you have for me. That's what you want. All that he's got for you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, pour out your spirit upon them, Father. Go ahead and sing, guys. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, oh, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Touch them. Broken and scattered In mercies gathered Mended and whole Empty-handed But not forsaken I've been set free I've been set free Amazing grace How sweet
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.